All right, so a little bit more from Matthew. Last time, um, <clears throat> not last time, but a while back I did one, um, a series on, or a, uh, an episode um, on uh, Matthew 16, where Jesus says um, that, Son of Man coming in the glory of his Father. Talked about that and talked about how that connected to what Peter had um Peter's inability to see the kingdom and to understand the way of the kingdom. And um, ending all of that with Jesus saying that there are those of you living now who will, in the flesh, see me coming in my, see the Son of Man coming in the, in the glory of the Father. And so, um, and how, um, though that may have some end of the world implications, um, obviously, due to that last verse, have implications in all times and in all places. Um, and it, it at least had implications within to those particular men that he was speaking to. And so then um, it becomes a principle that we can understand um, about the way that Christ comes, his second coming to individuals. So now I'm skipping ahead to Matthew 25, um, and we find these same words again. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, and shall he, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. So, very similar language yet again. And he tells the story, and he, and he says, it's going to be like this when that happens. He says um, that when the Son of Man comes... Uh, in his glory, right, um, with all of his holy angels, it's going to be kind of like this. And he goes on and he says that they're sheep and goats, and that when he comes, he's going to divide the sheep and the goats. And how's he going to do that? Well, he's going to divide the sheep and the goats by those who, um, uh, what does he say here? Um, you saw me hungry and thirsty, and a, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in naked, and you clothed me, sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Um, and then shall the righteous say, when did we see that? And he shall say, when saw you a stranger? And um, Sorry, when, when saw we thee a stranger? And the king will answer, and he'll say, inasmuch if you did, as you've done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. <coughs> so this is kind of interesting. In chapter 16, he's talking about how there were those, you know, Peter among them, likely, um, who would see this very thing that he starts out with here, the Son of Man coming in his glory with the angels um, in their lifetime. And then he's talking about that when that happens that he will divide the sheep and the goats. And he'll divide them based upon what they do with those whom he sends, or his brethren. That's a fascinating connection. So here the disciples are being told, you're going to, you're not, like he's telling Peter, you don't fully see the kingdom, you don't, you can't understand the things of the Father, but you will. It's like you guys are close. And you're going to experience this thing. And now he's almost talking about 
I sense a, a broader context now because he talks about this is how he's going to judge all nations and all peoples based upon what they do to those um, who he considers to be his brethren. So, you may want to listen to the other recording before you listen. If, you, if you've already listened this far, I apologize. You probably need to listen to that other recording first. But this seems like an important idea because it's kind of like a chain reaction. So, Jesus had the kingdom. Peter had not quite found what it was that Jesus was explaining about. Jesus is talking about them experiencing it and seeing it. Now he's talking about the nations receiving it. And it would be the apostles who would go out into the nations, right? So this is kind of fascinating. We've always tied these verses to the second coming of Jesus Christ. But to be honest, it's always been kind of vague, excuse me, kind of vague for me. Um, at least in the times I heard it talked about. It was like, is this something that happens in this life? Is this something that happens in the next life? This dividing of the sheep and the goats kind of seemed like somewhat of both. I'm looking at it mostly here today as in this life. And it's this idea of when judgment comes. Again, it comes like a thief in the night. It is unexpected. There's two in a bed and one is taken, etc. And he's talking about the same thing here. He's talking about how there are some who are sheep and who who enter into his kingdom when the Son of Man comes in his glory. And how there are others who will go into fire. And interestingly, it's based upon how they receive his servants. At least it so appears, right? Inasmuch as you have done it unto, or not done it unto, one of the least of these my brethren. I think it because it, it's because it shows whether you really want the truth. It's like, what are you going to do in the day when Jesus comes for you? This is like a second coming. He came to the world. That was a general message, right? But then there's the day when he comes for you. And sometimes you read the words written in the script. Maybe you're given a Bible or something and you read the words written by these apostles. And it's like they have come knocking at your door. And strangely, the way that it appears is that the way that they come is begging. They come with a wealth of spiritual things, but in poverty with regards to temporal things. And he doesn't even say that it's so much the way that you, whether you receive the message. That's the strange thing to me. But it's how do you treat them? Do you feed them when they're hungry? Do you give them water when they need to drink? When they're naked, do you clothe them? Which implies that they are going to come in the state of needing help temporally. Which is exactly the way that Christ sent out his disciples. He sent them without purse or script. And it's almost as if it was a way that he could tell who were really his. Those that would take care of the servants of God. It's an interesting thought. Do you know the servants of God? 
Can you tell? Can you distinguish between them and anybody else? I'd wager to say that the sheep of the shepherd can tell. The sheep of the shepherd can tell. Those who know his voice recognize his voice in the voice of his servants, and his servants also often come with paradox. It appears that sometimes they come beggarly, sometimes naked and being needing to be clothed, sometimes in prison, sometimes as criminals. They come in varied disguises, but those who know the shepherd also know his servants. Do not let the world convince you that the servants of God are the servants of the devil. They will try, because they look at outward things and they do not look at the heart. And on the day when Christ comes for you, his second coming, not just as a historical figure, but when you hear his voice, either directly or through one of his servants, listen and respond in compassion. And perhaps it is also a kind of、um, warning to be careful how we treat all, lest we unknowingly turn away one of God's own. God help us to have discernment, to have clarity and understanding with regards to all of this. It truly does appear that when the apostles went out, that the people to whom they went, to those people, it was as if the Son of Man was coming in his glory and all his holy angels with him. And surely the way that they responded would shape their eternal, or rather would have eternal impact. God bless us all.